I'd like to thank Dr. Brian Artis for his time discussing his theories on the nature of the COVID vaccine to be poisoned with cobra snake venom. This article summarizes the topics discussed during the interview. Therapeutics. His recommended treatment for those suffering from the shots is to treat the symptoms as a snake venom bite. He said to find an infusion center that will give large dosages of glutathione and vitamin C that inhibits snake venom or its synthetic form of phosphodiesterase. He recommended this treatment for several weeks to inhibit or destroy snake venom. Take 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day. Although Dr. Artis did not mention this, you can also drink citrus and pineapple juice daily as a natural form of vitamin C and tablets to build your immune system to kill off bacteria and viruses. He also stated that if anyone is experiencing symptoms of any kind, get a D-dimer test that will reveal if you are microblood clotting. If yes, immediately start anti-venom drug. Therapeutics is recommended and see a good doctor who knows how to treat snake venom poisoning. Ivermectin is also good, but it protects the nervous system against venoms. Ivermectin, zinc, and nicotine also block the receptors in the brain from absorbing the venom or reacting to it. He also recommended a few supplements to remove some of these toxins with supplements potentially. Apple pectin powder and edible Byzantine clay powder. Pectin is a soluble fiber that is made from apples. It binds with your gut fluids to form a gel, which helps relieve bowel movements and toxins in your body. Byzantine clay is said to absorb materials and toxins from your body by sticking to their molecules or ions to take them out of your body as it leaves the body. Nature of the COVID shots. The main question asked during his interview was to explain the chemical compounds and mRNA coding in the COVID vaccines, an experimental genetic therapy drug. Dr. Artis explains that the most troublesome chemicals added to the shots are the chemical polyethylene glycol peg, 2000, which mimics the effects of antifreeze, is added to both Pfizer and Moderna shots. Johnson & Johnson's Janssen single dose is infused with polysorbate 80. It's an excipient to work with the active ingredient and emulsifier as a drug stabilizer. He explained that these chemicals punch holes in the gut-blood barrier and blood-brain barriers to allow whatever the substances are in the shots to get to your brain and blood through your gut. He sounds the alarm about adding such neurotoxins and other chemicals that do not belong in human biology for a good reason. Drew Weissman and Catalin Carrico. Dr. Artis further discusses who invented the mRNA technology. Two scientists, Drew Weissman and Catalin Carrico are credited with inventing it while working at the University of Pennsylvania. Dr. Anthony Fauci funded them at the NIH to develop this technology. The technology is a gene editing therapy to edit R. Genes with the process of mRNA and DNA modification. Both scientists received a Nobel Prize for their works. Tingyu published a telling article in Bostonia on November 17, 2021, https colon slash slash www.bu.edu slash articles slash 2021 slash how dash through dash Weissmann. And Catalan Kiriko developed not technology inside COVID vaccines speaks to Dr. Weissmann's and Dr. Carico's works. From the start, Weissmann and Carico believed mRNA was the key to unlocking a new generation of vaccines and therapeutics. Theoretically, it could instruct any cell in the body to make any desired set of proteins. Weissmann was especially intrigued by a single-stranded molecule called messenger RNA. 
or mRNA, which brings our cells the DNA blueprint for making proteins so that the body can function. If we could manipulate those instructions, could mRNA be harnessed to create an entirely new kind of vaccine that could generate immunity without ever bringing a pathogen into the body? Excerpts from this article imply that this technology never really worked. Still, the two scientists only figured out how to hack the human cells by tricking them into accepting the mRNA coding without causing immediate inflammation and eventual death. It bypasses the immune response where the body would generally reject such foreign invaders to protect itself. That's the whole purpose of inflammation, a rejection of attempts to gene edit and repair itself. If this immune system bypasses the response, the body is invaded and under attack to accept the coding by human hands rather than gods. God flooded the earth to kill all genetically modified humans and Nephilims, leaving only Noah and his family to survive with their uncorrupted DNA. Satan again attempts to corrupt all life with his genetic modification technology to modify plants, animals, and humans. No flesh will be saved unless Jesus returns to stop it once again. The article continues. Carico brought her synthetic mRNA to his lab. Weissman injected it into mice. Then he waited to see. What would happen? The results were unexpected and discouraging. The mRNA set off a harmful inflammatory immune response in the mice. They grew sick and some died. Katie got depressed because it meant that mRNA couldn't be used as a therapeutic. Weissman recalls, you can't give something that makes people sick. By altering one of Muna's four building blocks, known as nucleosides, Weissman and Carrico found that their modified mRNA could fly under the radar of the body's immune system no longer, causing inflammation. It was a game changer, and they both knew it. They bypassed our natural immune system response to biological invasion. This is not a game changer for good but evil. They created biological warfare designed to transform and change human DNA and RNA. Custom-tailored mRNA, once injected into the body, could order cells to produce any desired sequence of proteins. As this technology is being used to manufacture all new drugs, the effect of gene editing and modification for any given treatment will be compounded to cause death eventually. If used more than once, this technology will erase all natural immunity from the body with multiple gene editing therapies to enslave the body to therapeutics to survive from day to day until the body dies. Gene editing is permanent. No one can just reset the human body to its original blueprint to its uncorrupted form except God. This will only happen in our resurrection with a new body. Weissman is currently working with the governments of Thailand, Malaysia, South Africa, and Rwanda, among others, to develop and test lower-cost COVID vaccines. There are no protections or regulations to protect poor people from cruel human experiments in such countries. It's not to develop lower-cost vaccines, but to test on cheap human life, expendable to these Western researchers. The two scientists needed to discover a way to reduce the inflammation they observed in the rats before they died. Cobra venom provides such a way to reduce the inflammatory response and fly under the radar of the body's immune system, bypassing the immune system with Cobra venom. A blog post article written by Matt Haggerty, posted on July 7, 2007, uncovered the use of Cobra venom in horse racing. Chttps colon slash slash www.tippingpictures.com slash forum slash tippingpictures-com-forums slash the-lounge slash 59273-colon 
Cobra-Venom-Use-Uncovered-I and Dash Horse Dash Racing. The use of a highly toxic substance in order to win a horse race may seem paradoxical, but the chemical structure of Cobra Venom makes it an effective painkiller when administered under the skin in small quantities. By deadening the nerves that lead from the source of pain to the brain, Cobra Venom can allow a horse to ignore physical problems and run through them, officials say. It is believed to be effective only when administered within four hours of a race. Perhaps the immediate immune response is bypassed by deadening the nerves that would tell the body to react to the venom as a normal response. DR, Artist Theory of Snake Venom in Shots. Dr. Artis states that they use snake venom to cleave or splice DNA with RNA by using phosphodiesterase, a component of venom that destroys cells' membranes and slices open your DNA to insert mRNA of your choice. They want your body to replicate the spike proteins so that your immune response produces antibodies to remove the spike proteins. This was only a theory that never worked. All animals died when this technology was used on them. Precisely that. Same results that Dr. Wiesman and Dr. Carrico discovered during their testing on rats. Yet, Big Pharma used this experimental technology on humans worldwide by force and tribulation. Dr. Artis worries that shots contain cobra venom or its synthetic form, phosphodiesterase, is used to cut open your DNA and have to insert the mRNA. No one knows how and where the DNA is to be spliced to insert the mRNA. Instead, he thinks that they can't target a specific sequence of DNA to insert the edited genes. But he believes that the mRNA attaches itself to spliced end of RNA or DNA indiscriminately. Once it connects, it creates a chimera with two distinct species of cells linked together as a hybrid, i.e. human with reptile cells. He states that the most likely scenario is inserting snake mRNA directly into your DNA to create a reptile peptide or venom protein constantly. As your body produces more and more of these venom proteins as its own, the proteins then shred through the body's internal organs to cause damage and death. Like cobra venom bite symptoms, these shots cause blood clots, internal hemorrhaging, heart damage, liver damage strokes, and other organs in many forms. The spikes or the venom mRNA slices open your blood capillaries and vessels to cause microhemorrhaging and blood clots. He says that it's not just the spike protein that can cause such damage, but the snake protein itself can yield similar results to the body. This is actually a more plausible theory since that is precisely the research that is going on now to create anti-venom mRNA technology. Farming snake venom mRNA in labs. A PubMed research article, Stabilizing the Integrity of Snake Venom mRNA Stored Under Tropical Field Conditions Expands Research Horizons, published on June 9, 2016, confirms this theory. Its abstract says the following. Snake venoms contain many protonaceous toxins that can cause severe pathology and mortality in snake bite victims. Interestingly, mRNA encoding such. Toxins can be recovered directly from the venom, although yields are low and quality is unknown. It also remains unclear whether such RNA contains information about toxin isoforms and whether it is representative of mRNA recovered from conventional sources, such as the venom gland. Answering these questions will address the feasibility of using venom-derived RNA for future research relevant to biomedical and anti-venom applications chttps colon slash slash journals dot plus org plus article id equals 10 point 
1371 Journal PNTD 0004615. The researchers used PCR testing to amplify the coding sequence for several transcripts of snake venom. The same PCR testing they have been doing on us. They were trying to determine both the quality of the mRNA and the quantity of the neurotoxins as if they were directly milking the venom from the snake's glands. The results were that they could extend the life of snake mRNA in quality, but not the quantity needed as it was still too low. In conclusion to the PubMed article, it is also clear from the rapid technological advances in R and A recovery kits and RNA sequencing platforms that it will not be long before RNA recovered from TR ISIL. Treated venom samples will be the norm to ethically produce accurate venom transcriptomics for whatever biological purpose and from wherever the samples are collected. Four years later in 2021, since this article is written, it looks like Big Pharma found a way to use snake mRNA perhaps and insert it into human DNA, given Dr. Artis. Theory, scientists can now create snake venom gland organoids in a lab. If used to inject people with this, the snake mRNA will repeatedly replicate itself without using actual snake venom. That's the whole reason for this research. The government and corporations are funding these labs with billions of dollars to save a few people with snake bites. No, this research will continue until we stop it from changing the DNA of all humans and merging it with reptiles. Perhaps Satan is looking to change humanity to be part reptiles so that he can live inside humans as the Holy Spirit does inside of believers. It's possible that mass vaccinations will not necessarily depopulate humanity as planned by those who seek this result. But the real goal is to invoke a genetic mutation with spliced chimera genes that would no longer be two or more different species cells inside one body, but a single cell hybrid mutation of a newly created species. The image of God will then be changed into the image of Satan. Satan is rewriting the word of God to himself. This is my spiritual theory. More venom terrorism is coming soon. The terrifying revelation by Dr. Artis was that there was no way to reverse the effects of the vaccine coating, but the next phase of weaponizing the venom would be aerosolizing it to spray into the environment. He states that this would only affect the vaccinated people, not the unvaccinated, as the vaccinated already have the venom within their blood, the weaponized venom. Spray will reach inside their lung cells called ovalis sacs causing a devastating reaction. The two venoms will meet and then shred the sacs to microbleed internally inside the lungs. The body will try to repair itself by scarring over the sliced sacs to form massive scar tissue to stop the bleeding and develop pulmonary fibrosis. The lungs then turn into cartilage and cannot breathe, causing death. An anonymous person working at the U.S. National Counterterrorism told Dr. Artis that you haven't even seen the killing yet. It will happen when aerosolized venoms from either cans or planes are released, and only the vaccinated people will be traumatized. They will spray in the hospitals, schools, subways, airplanes, etc. If venom in the water, aerosol wasn't enough. Dr. Artis also stated that a lectin, a form of venom, is now being attempted to grow in plants. Additional theories by Dr. Montagnier, Dr. N.B., who's right? Dr. Artis also mentioned French researcher Luc Montagnier's theory. He discovered HIV and believed that these drugs weaken your immune system and respond to future variants to allow more potent and more infectious viruses to self-replicate or mutate. Dr. Eric Indy, however, disagrees with Dr. Montagnier to state that whatever is in the shots 
I is a chemical cocktail, is causing the chronic conditions and disease. It's not damaging the immune system. Dr. Enby obtained a vial shot in 2021 and observed living particles floating around. He stated that he only saw particles in the bloodstream of sick people. He believes that the particles would germinate into the tissues and cells to destroy the body. This would only happen to some who have the right condition for these particles to germinate and replicate throughout the body. Given the published statements of Dr. Weissman and Dr. Carrico, it is likely that both Dr. Enby and Dr. Montagna are correct in their assessments. The chemical cocktail contains living particles, including venom, while the snake mRNA. Coating is designed to bypass the immune system to avoid the inflammatory response to lower the natural immunity. Each is unlocking the mystery within their purview. Dr. Artis believes that every outbreak is not a result of a variant, but an orchestrated attack to release venom in certain areas, perhaps through the water system. In his interview with Janet Phelan, he talks about the water systems are being set up for chemical warfare. Conclusion, ultimately, it's your responsibility to educate yourself and become active in your health care. It's clear now that evil forces are trying to wipe out humanity and those who survive will be changed forever is new hybrid species. The Bible has told us this for over 2000 years and what we are fighting, not flesh and blood. For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places, Ephesians 6:12. myth. Be encouraged to know that God is who he says he is in the Bible. He is the one to fight against these powers of darkness, not us. We are only sheep to follow him. Be humble and repent of your sins and get baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Satan only mimics God, but God is the one who redeems and saves us. God judged the Israelites in the desert with snake bites for making a golden calf to worship, an idol while God was among them. All those who had faith and repented were saved from the venom by looking at the dead snake wrapped around Moses' staff. The medical symbol comes from this story. Moses raised his staff with the serpent to heal the people bitten with venom. This story is being recreated by Satan today, who is a serpent himself. Satan and his minions will likely offer a solution to the masses with some anti-venom pill to do this bidding in the long run. But you cannot pay for a price. Spiritually, if you believe and cry out to God, he will heal you. Medically, follow the information that Dr. Artis was gracious enough to provide in his interview. Seek out other holistic, like-minded doctors who save people instead of going along with the enemy, Satan.